Would you please open your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 4? Ephesians chapter 4. Would you please stand for the reading of God's word tonight? Please follow along silently as I read out loud Ephesians chapter 4, starting with verse number 21. If so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be ye angry and sin not, let not the sun go down upon your wrath, Neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing which is good, that he may have to give to him that needeth. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. And let's pray this evening. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for Jesus and for dying on the cross for our sins, allowing us to be saved and be able to meet here tonight in America, to be able to be in this building, to hear the preaching of your word, for giving us a pastor that loves you and that wants what's best for us through truth. I pray that you bless him tonight, bless the preaching of your word. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. We'll have a little activity. Thank you. Be seated. We'll have a little activity while I'm opening up here. And uh, so you won't be paying any attention to me, I know. I want you to turn to Ephesians chapter number 4. Ephesians chapter number 4. I want you to listen very carefully, though you're not right now because you're watching them. Uh, I had no opportunity to do this ahead of time because of the amount of singers that we had up here. So I want you to listen very carefully. In Ephesians chapter number 4, I want you to, if you write in your Bible, if you're taking notes, you will not have time to keep up with this. Uh, but if you write in your Bible, I want you to write the word subtract or just sub, if you would, beside these verses. In verse number 22, or beside it, I want you to write the word subtract. Beside verse 25, I want you to write the word subtract. Drop down to verse 28, the second part. If you ever read a lot about people referencing the Bible, they'll put uh, 26 part B or part C. Well, I want you to look at it, not look at it, just right beside 28A, the first part, I want you to write subtract. Verse 29A, beside there, I want you to write subtract. Now, leave a little room in between there because we're going to do something else here in a little bit. And then I want you to drop down to verse number 31 and write beside there subtract or sub. I want to talk to you about this very, very purposeful thought that people need to understand. Subtraction is not addition. Subtraction is not. Now, you think that would make sense. See if I can't help you tonight. Father, help me, please, to help your people. May this, God, as I said this morning, the last thing I want to do is add confusion to a person who's trying to understand. However, I believe if a person is honest and their heart is right and they're saved, the Holy Ghost of God desires truth. So if I simply deliver the truth, the Holy Spirit will take it from there and be able to help those people. I pray all of us will be helped tonight. Let me help them, please. Not for my sake, but for yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Many Christians believe that if they stop or subtract these types of things from their life that Brother Clay read earlier, that they're actually adding to their Christianity. We think that if we read these things in verse number 22, but put off concerning the former... Con so we're talking about sub subtract this from your life. And we think by subtraction, what we're actually doing is adding to our Christian life. 
But I want to tell you tonight that subtraction is not addition. So the thing is here, in other words, once you, verse 22, put off concerning the former conversation. In verse 25, put away lying. Verse 28, steal no more. Verse 29, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Verse number 31, he says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking put away from you with all malice. Once we subtract these and others from our lives, we believe we have become a better Christian. But I want to tell you tonight, subtraction is not addition. You see, once you've crucified the flesh daily, which the Bible instructs, and once you've mortified the deeds of the body, which the Bible instructs, once you lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset you, which the Bible teaches, once you decide not to fulfill the lusts of the flesh, the best you can come up with is zero. You've subtracted all the wrong, sinful, negative, bad from your life. You didn't add anything. You have subtracted. But I want to tell you that subtraction is not addition. Many Christians, many in this room, believe if I were to point at any open wrong in your life, I'd have a very, very tough time doing that. Openly, you couldn't point at anything. However, what happens here is the only thing that many people have done was subtract a lot of things from their life. And by the way, and well, you should. You should do the, I'm not saying don't, you should do these things. But you believe that that adds up to you being quite a good Christian. Let me illustrate. Oh, I'm already on. I don't need to. Uh, let me see what I want to do. Okay. I got it. Okay. You see this? That's not what a glass is made for, right? Okay. So we're going to begin to subtract. Okay. We're going to just keep subtracting. We're going to subtract until... Where's my rag? We're going to keep subtracting, okay, until there's nothing in here. And voila, it's all clean. Now, can I show you something? This is a clean, usable, empty glass. However, a drinking glass was not designed to be just clean. It was designed to drink. What good is a clean, empty drinking glass? It's available to be used, but all I've done is subtract what should not be in there. But if I don't put in what ought to be there, I simply end up a clean, empty glass. You follow me thinking? You follow? Okay, very good. Wonderful. We got through that one. We'll talk later, Brother Pleasure. Now, you got to think along with me, okay? I, I just told him to do all this just for church service. An absence of numbers does not mean there is an automatic addition of numbers. Okay, I'm trying to come at this a lot of different directions to help all of you understand. Let me make some statements here. The subtracting of sins and wrongs and faults. The doing away with negatives and minuses, the killing of your flesh every day of your life does not add up to you being a good Christian. Please understand, subtraction is not addition. Subtraction is subtraction. Please understand, you cannot put positive numbers where a negative number is holding a position. You have to subtract that number before you can add the other number. Both of them cannot dwell in the same place. Thus, I have to subtract so I can add something that belongs there. 
Subtraction is not addition. Having all of my sins forgiven and cleansed by the blood of Christ does not add up to me being a good Christian. It simply means all of my sins have been subtracted. However, now I, the way is clear and clean to add. Watch, watch, listen to the wording. Now I can add Christianity. Not Christ. Christianity. Now I can add that to my life. Go back to Ephesians. I'm going to ask you to write something else down so you can, every time you look at this, you'll, hopefully this will make sense to you. Go to verse number 23 and 24. Now, if you wrote add in the wrong place, or subtract in the wrong place, you're really going to get this mixed up. In Ephesians chapter 4, I want you to write ADD or add by verses 23 and 24. Write the word. Now, you should have subtract there in Subtract should be next to verse 22, 25, 28a, 29a, and verse number 31. Now I'm asking you to write the word add by verses 23 and 24. I want you to write it beside verses 26 and 27. I want you to write it beside verse 28b. I want you to write it beside verse 29 B, and I want you to write the word add beside verse 32. I want you to notice when you've done that, subtraction and addition. Look down your page and you will see subtraction and addition. Subtraction comes first before adding can be done. Can you see that? If you wrote it in the right place, now I have mine in blue and red so I can, I, can, I can see it rather readily. Subtraction must come first to make way for that which needs to be added. Subtraction is not addition. However, I must subtract before I can add. The danger is this, when we subtract the wrong from the glass, at that time, if we add no clean, cool, refreshing water to it, it is simply, listen to me, good Christian, Simply a clean, empty, not really much help to anybody, but it's clean. However, it's empty. If the glass could talk, it would maybe say something like this. Boy, I feel good and clean and ready to be used. But a drinking glass ha has a use. It has a use. Something's supposed to be in there to Drink. That's the purpose of the glass. You weren't saved just to become clean and empty. You and I were saved to become clean and empty so we could fill up our life with Christ to benefit other people. The man I talked to you about him this morning that I met down here going soul winning, I kind of combined a couple of things in these two messages, was in AA for 25 years. Please understand, he still cussed when I met him. He still had long hair. He still smoked. He still dressed like the world, had jungle fatigues on, wicked, sinful friends. He got saved, and I mean he got saved back when people really got saved. Not like today, but back then, you know. People back then when they got saved, their life really changed because Christ was in their life. Now, I don't know what Christ, evidently doesn't have power he used to have, but people now don't seem to change a whole lot when they get saved. That kind of throws me. Pray for me. Maybe I'll get that all straightened out one day. But the guy, the guy got saved. I mean, he really got saved. Now, listen to me carefully. He became a brand new, clean, ready-to-be-used glass, if you would. However, subtraction is not addition. Because he felt clean and good, he wanted to give what he had. He'd only been saved a couple of months. He wanted to give what he had to other people. Trouble is, his friends came along. And took the place. That glass is not meant for that. That glass is meant for that and to help other people. But because he was clean, because he felt good about his life, he thought he had something to add to other people's lives. Actually, the only thing he had done, he stopped his cussing. He 
took off his jungle fatigues. He started to look like a Christian. He dressed like a Christian. He carried a Bible like a Christian. Basically what he had done, he had done away with a lot of the stuff in his life, but he hadn't added hardly anything to his life yet. The world and his old friends dirtied him up and filled him up again with sins and worldliness. Think with me. Subtraction is not addition. Because I quit cussing, does that give me a good vocabulary? So though I subtracted, there's not an automatic addition, right? Let me ask you something. Because I no longer do drugs, does that automatically give me good health? No. No. Reason with me now. Think with me. Because I stop saying hurtful things to people, does that mean I know how to say right things at the right time to people? It simply means I stop saying hurtful things. When I stop reading dirty books, does that mean I know my Bible? No. So Okay. So then subtraction is not automatic addition. Right? So subtraction is not addition. Is that right? Are, are we on the same page now? Listen to me. You mean if I take off smelly, dirty... You, you junior boys ought to recognize this. If I take off... Smelly, dirty, torn clothes, does that mean that I'm dressed? However, I should take off the dirty, worn, smelly clothes and put on good clothes. So I have to subtract before I can add. Are you still with me? Salvation is the forgiving of sins and making things right with God. That's all. All of my sins, all my children have been taken away. That is a subtraction. This subtraction of penalty and payment does not automatically make me act like a Christian. As soon as somebody says, I'm a Christian, we start examining them to see if they've got Christianity in their life. No, they've just been forgiven of their sins. They've had a lot of subtraction, but no addition in their life yet. It simply clears the way so they can begin to add the things that are clean and belong in a right vessel. That's the only thing they've done. Folks, you've got to empty out things before you can put other things in. Okay? Let me help you a little bit. Now, here we have. You're going to like this part. See? Large size. Extra large. Okay? If the doctor ever tells me I'm going to have one cup of coffee, that's it right there. <laughs> now, I want you to understand something. This is good stuff. All right? Something has been added to this in here. However, this is a candy jar. Where's Miss Lanice? Miss Lanice, we borrowed this from your bookstore. Okay? This is made this right it's a candy jar what do you put in a candy jar put in candy right so the emptier that is the more of this I can put in here is that right okay now look at that now it's filled up with candy is that right now you're only looking at the piece I dropped right Zach okay now listen to me very very carefully that is a candy jar it has a purpose. It is for candy. It's meant to be used for candy. It's not supposed to have rocks in it. It's not supposed to have goldfish in it. It is a candy jar. Thus, candy is supposed to be in that jar. However, we need to lay aside, put off, mortify, cleanse ourselves, crucify. So we have to subtract all of that before candy can go in there. If I were to take this right here and put it in here, not too many of you except a junior age teenager would say, I don't care, I'd eat it anyway. What happens is this does not belong in there. This is for candy. I have to, if this is in there, I've got to get rid of this before I can fill it up with this. Christian, please listen to me. Subtraction is not addition. Subtraction is subtraction. However, I subtract so now that I can add what needs to be in there. What you need to do, being clean yet empty of that which is good, being clean yet empty of that which should be shared and can be shared is just an empty, clean vessel not really helping anybody. Many of us have subtracted a lot of stuff. But subtraction is not addition. You understand me now? 
When we start filling up the candy jar with candy, if you want to be sweet, that candy jar, when it's empty, is not sweet. There's nothing sweet about it. It's just a candy jar. However, when I put candy in there, by the way, you want to be sweet? Start adding to your life. Don't just keep subtracting. Subtracting is not addition. If you're going to be used of God and benefit other people, like the water, like the candy jar, you can't just say, I'm not doing anything wrong. I don't do that. I stopped that a long time. That's all subtraction. Subtraction is not addition. If you look in Ephesians, you'll see subtraction comes before every addition that's on that page right there. Before you can add, you have to put off. Before you can do this, you have to stop that. Everything down through there is the same way. You want to be used? You need to add to your life. You want to be blessed? You have to bless others? You have to add to your life. You want to be an example of a proper use of a candy jar to others? You have to add to... Look, that being a candy candy jar didn't benefit anybody. It's just a clean, empty candy jar. But it was made for candy. You were made for Christ and others, not yourself. Let me give you some observations and, and then we'll go have bologna sandwich, okay? I had a apple turnover this morning. Mom, Clag, where are you at? There she is. Did you, you brought those this morning? Who brought those this morning? Corey, she here? Hi, Corey. I came to your class and I borrowed a apple turnover. Thank you. I want you to understand, but if you, if you can write quickly, write this down. Some observations. Number one, salvation is forgiveness of sins and justification with God. It does not take away the effects of your sin. I told you this morning when I was 13, I gave myself a couple of tattoos. I got saved. They all disappeared. No, they didn't disappear. You see, what is sinful, it didn't go away. There are people and men in this room, you have almost cried and pleaded with me about your mind just plaguing you all the time and you ask me an honest question but an ignorant question meaning you just don't understand or don't know preacher how long will I have to do battle with how long will this be here just till you die you say well that's not very encouraging no but it is the truth so what happens is the longer that we're out in sin, please understand when you come to Jesus, you're justified with God. All your sins have been forgiven, but the effects of sins in your mind, scars on your body, habits, beliefs, suspicions, jealousies, unforgiveness, bitterness, all those things, all is forgiven, but the effects must be put off now. The philosophy you once believed must be put off. So I can not be conformed to this world, but transformed by the renewing of my Okay, so I have to get this out to put this in. You, you follow me? Okay, so the same thing with all these other things. I have to put away, I have to crucify, I have to mortify. That is a subtraction. Number two, if I now want to add right, I must first subtract wrong. Now, I remember back when I was a young Christian, I heard a preacher preach a lot of things. I'm going, I don't get it. But as I kept walking with God and following, I got it. So some things that you go, this doesn't make sense to me. If it is the truth, the Holy Ghost inside of you are saying, just eat it. Take the scroll and eat it. It may be bitter right now. It'll be good for you. Okay? Number two, I said, if I now want to add right, I must first subtract the wrongs. Good and evil cannot occupy the same space. They're opposites. Light and darkness cannot dwell together. Christ and Belial will not get along. Flesh and spirit cannot rule at the same time. They cannot do it together. You are as saved as you will ever be. If you're saved, you're as saved as you'll ever be. But please don't take this as being Christianity. I'm clean. I can be used. Yeah, but you're empty. You're clean. And if nobody could point you and say, well, you're not a candy jar. Yeah, it's a candy jar. That's what I use it for. It's a candy jar. But there's nothing there. I'm clean. 
I know. You could be used, but see, you emptied and you didn't add anything. Thus, my claim to fame, I'm a clean Christian. You see, what happens here is you are as saved as you'll ever be, but to give more place to God and right, I've got to empty out more of me to put more of him in there. I've got to subtract so I can add. The problem is we're getting tired of subtracting. I'll get to that in a minute. So you make more space by first subtracting. I said number one, salvation is forgiveness of sins and being justified with God. It does not take away the effects of my sin. Look, there are people in prison that honestly get saved. They really do. Okay, I'm not, I'm not poking fun at them. They honestly get saved. But the governor didn't go like, you're saved? Let the guy out. They don't do that. The effects of his sin, God forgave him. He's just with God. But he's still paying for the effects. of. Are you understanding me? Does that make sense? I said, number two, if you want to add right, you must first subtract wrong. Right cannot take up the same space where wrong is abiding. The wrong has to be gotten out, just like the verses right here in Ephesians chapter number four. Number three. Subtracting of wrong things is not the automatic addition of right things. Subtracting of wrong things is not the automatic addition of right things. No human is a, va uh, is a vacuum. Amen. No human is a void. Something or someone is occupying you. And to whom you yield your members, to him you are the servants of. When I got saved, nothing changed in my life except I got saved and forgiven and my spirit was made alive. However, I'm still facing the results of my past life. By the way, the longer you stay in sin, the more effects it's going to have on your life. And sin has no good effects. No human can be a vacuum. Nobody is a void. Life is meant to be filled. That's why Jesus said, be you filled. Emptiness makes us hate True Christianity. This is why the big... Why do I have to do that? Why do I have to do that? Why do I have Jesus is not the enslaver. He is the Savior. He doesn't enslave. If you're enslaved because you want the world and you don't want what God has. So therefore, you're filling your life back up with this. And you're not anything like that. You're not even an empty, clean vessel. You have now added dirt back into your life. God wanted to use us. Why I saved you and left you here is to use you. But God said, now that you're empty, fill your life up with me. Amen. We're tired of true Christianity because we, we don't do anything anymore. We don't breathe dirty air. We don't walk on dirty carpet. We don't do nothing. Oh, this place smells. I can't go in there. I mean, we're so clean. It's pitiful. We as Christians are trying to do what the scientific world wants us to do with germs. Be 99.99% pure. And in doing that, we are destroying ourselves. Amen. Germs are good for you, believe it or not. This is why so many people hate, I said, true Christianity. Because they say it leaves me empty. I have no fun. There's nothing to do. I can't go anywhere. This is all boring. I've stopped everything. I don't, have, I don't do anything anymore. You know what you are? By your own design, not God's. You have simply become, I would use one of those glasses, a clean, empty vessel. A vessel that's meant to be used by something is not happy when it's just empty. I subtract so I can add. So a lot of people get to the point where they subtract and they use that as a badge of their, see what kind of a good Christian I am? No, 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 no. You're just clean. However, you're empty and it's beginning to dawn on you more and more all the time. What you have here is simply this. You stopped, but you started nothing. You got off the wide path, but never got on the narrow road. You emptied yourself, but you never filled yourself up. Please understand, everywhere God meant for you to be filled. When you stop wrong music, you must put in right music. You can't put in right with wrong. This is what's killing Christianity today. This stupid, goofy music and standards going down the drain and we still think we're getting closer. You cannot be filled up with world and righteousness at the same Cannot be done. Cannot be done. One has got to be subtracted and then you must add the other. 
You empty yourself, but you never filled yourself up. You left your old friends, but you haven't made any new ones. So you feel like you're just a in-between. I have nobody to turn to. That is your fault. Well, I'm saved and I'm going to church, but you emptied yourself and didn't put anything else in there. Number four. It is addition, not multiplication. Hey, you're not going to like this part. I don't like this part. Turn to Second Peter chapter 1. Past Hebrews, James, 1 Peter, 2 Peter. 1 Peter chapter number 1. We'll show you something. We keep telling people, if you would, how we stop this and stop that and don't do this and don't do that. And by the way, that's necessary. And you have to subtract before you can add. But please understand, subtraction is not addition. It is not an automatic thing. I subtract this and I'm automatically a better Christian. No, 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 no. You have to add. Are you following me? This is why, this is why our young people are starting to hate. You can call it fundamentalism or true Christianity. True Christianity is fundamentalism. First Peter, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Second Peter, my bad. Second Peter, chapter number one. Look down at verse number five of chapter one. I said it is addition, not multiplying. It's not multiplication, it's addition, adding, not multiplying. And beside this, give all uh, giving all diligence, add to your faith, that's where you started, virtue. If you would, it would be right to say it this way. And add to your virtue, knowledge. And add to your knowledge, temperance. And add to temperance, uh, patience. And add to patience, godliness. Well, there's that word. And to godliness, brotherly kindness. And add to brotherly kindness, charity. For if these be in you and abound, they make you that you shall never be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I just heard and read it. I'm not sure if I read it right. I said it's addition, not multiplication. Christians are being worn out by this battle. Every day, all day long, subtract and add, subtract and add, subtract and add, subtract and add. Remember when you were in school and the teacher said, okay, get out a piece of paper, go do your multiplications. Oh, brother, are you kidding me? And every week they'd come back in again and they'd say, okay, get out a pencil and paper, we're going to do multiplications. Oh, are you kidding me? Guess what they did the next day. Same thing over and over. We're getting tired of doing and performing the formula that God said has to be done in order to be a good Christian. So we have decided to cut everything in half, and those things which people can see, we're going to subtract. Those things that may purposely hinder me somehow, I'll subtract that too. And we think subtraction is addition, but it's not. We think we're a good Christian because we have subtracted. no. You've just now cleaned it out and made it usable for you to fill it up with right things. You have to understand here, you need to do this daily. You were saved and made usable to be filled with the things of Christ. Watch. Come here. It's good water. Okay. Go ahead, drink it. Take a drink. That's what this glass is for. This is my glass that I have filled up, not for me. Your life is not for you. You're not your own. Clean yourself up. Absolutely, you have to. Get the junk out. You have to. You can't put water. And the glass is made for water. But the glass didn't go, see my water? See my glass? That's not what it's for. It is meant to be given to someone else to bless their life. Look. That isn't, here, help yourself. Wasn't that refreshing? It isn't going to do him a bit of good to simply have a clean, empty glass. We're trying to help people see the greatness of Christianity when we don't have it ourselves. Thank you, be seated. So, the Bible said, let patience have, you ever wonder what that meant? Watch this. Let patience have her perfect work. You want to grow and be used and do things so badly, it's taking more time than you thought. You're in a hurry. Why am I not being used? How come I can't preach? How come I can't teach? Why aren't I singing? How come I'm not sitting on the platform? You haven't been saved a year. The Bible said, let patience 
have her perfect work. Patience works perfectly if you let her have her way. So what am I saying? I realize it's not happening as quickly as you would like. You want it to hurry and multiply. He said, add to your faith. Add to your knowledge. Add to your... He didn't say multiply. Some of you can skip some of this when we get right to the end of this. It does not work that way. This is a lifetime of growing in grace and in knowledge. What I did with that water like that doesn't happen that way in your life. It is a... I got that part. Oh, that was good. Now, just like a little girl who said, but I really love him, Daddy. It is true love. Okay, you got that much love to give away. And you're in a hurry to give it. The fact of the matter is, if you'll let patience have her perfect work, one of these days you'll have love clear to the full to say, here, sweetheart, that's for you. But what has the world taught us? If you have any at all, give it away. Hurry, hurry, hurry before it's all gone. No, no, no. Add, add. Add, add, add. When it fills up, there'll be a right time to give. Number five. Whatever addition is subtracted needs to be added again. Let me explain. I said number five. Whatever addition is subtracted needs to be added again. I cannot. I cannot just keep giving away. I can't just keep giving away. I don't know whether you notice this or not. I'm starting to run out of candy. I don't know whether you notice this or not. I can't just keep giving and giving and giving. Folks, this is what some of you have decided to do. You have decided to just keep giving and giving and giving and giving and you know what you're becoming after you were used by God after you were happy in the Lord after you were winning others hey 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 listen to me after you were glad to be used once again you find yourself empty and clean nobody can accuse you of anything I said once you have subtracted what once you added you have to add back in again heaven has plenty So, you keep giving away and giving away, and some of you have done this for years and decades, and what you forgot was subtraction is subtraction. You keep giving away and giving away and giving away, you found yourself in, and now you're upset with Christianity, and what at one time you overlooked or didn't pay attention, oh, that's all right, they're a new Christian, now... The only thing you're worried about is how you look to other people. When at one time what you're worried about is, can I help you? Can I help you? Would you mind? Oh, no, I did all this just for you. Hey, hey let me show you what God gave me. Can I do that? Here, let me give that to you too. Give that back. Uh, do you understand? Every time you give away what one time you added, you must add again. Is this making sense to anybody? This is why we beg you. Read your Bible. This is why we beg you. Adjust yourself to God. Quit just saying, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? I, can you say, my, is my part crooked? I mean, is, there, is my tie not tied? That is not adding. That's an excuse. I am a clean vessel. That's really not a benefit to many people. You keep giving away that wisdom God gave you, or the power God gave you, or the knowledge God gave you, the strength God gave you. Watch, ready? At one time, love covered a multitude of sins. Do you know why your love won't cover a multitude of sins? You're empty. You used up all your love and you said, not again. You claim this as being your claim to fame. A little empty. Yeah, but I'm clean. I know, but that's not what you were made for. You were made to give what God gave you to somebody else. 
But if I've given it away and I don't replenish it, I become this again, except I know better this time. So I become very, very upset about Christianity. I must add back what I gave away or I'll just become an empty vessel. Let me close by saying this. I, I know what I'm talking about. Been there, done that, all that kind of neat stuff. I'm afraid some get frustrated and many misjudge themselves believing they are like Christ because they do nothing wrong. No place in the Bible does it say Christ went around doing nothing wrong. It does say he went about doing good. See, that's an addition. You follow me? All greatly used Christians, all, in case you want to be one, all greatly used Christians are not noticed and have great effect because they no longer do anything wrong. You're not a great Christian because nobody can tag you for anything. But because they have added the sayings and the doings of Christ to their life, now they have something good to offer. This is why some of you can't hardly stand living the Christian life anymore. And you're saved. Please listen to me. This is not a good thing. Yeah, I can't point to anything. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm not looking to. But you're empty. You're being used less and less all the time. Well, I'm just mature. No, you're empty. This is maturity. I know what I was made for. I'm filled up with that which I was made for. And let me give you what God gave me. Does this make sense? The only thing you're worried about is catching more candy. I got it. That's how spiritual we are, right? They first must. I know this is the part that aggravates you. But it's the truth. Every day I must subtract. Every day I must add. Um, Paul said, I die how often? Mm. That's a subtraction. Though the outward man perish, the inward man is renewed. That's an addition. So I must subtract and add and subtract and add and subtract. Not a one-time thing. Sorry, charismatics, that's not true. They first must, every day, must subtract the negative, the sinful, and self. Hey! Self is killing us. Well, I'm hurt enough. Well, I don't like that. And how come I... Stop it. Please stop it. I can't blame you. I'm not looking to blame. And, and this is not good and you know it. That was the happy life. You remember that? Remember when you did that? Remember when you did I had somebody approach me tonight. And by the way, we're going to do this. I said, preacher. Actually, I've been approached three times now. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Anyway. Preacher, why don't we have a give it all? You're holding your breath right now, aren't you? Uh-oh. I knew if he went to Honduras and got right, it's over with. And the person said, I hope I'm not overstepping my bounds. We used to do that. We used to have a double tie. There's really no such thing, but we called it that because it sounds cool. You see, when you're this way, you're just concerned about Nobody can say anything. When you're this way, it doesn't matter. Because I'm just going to give you what God gave me. How about that? Huh? See, it's not about me anymore. It's about you, see? I'm not concerned about me. Hey, this is what I was made for. This is what I love doing. Man, this is what... But as you keep giving away, you must fill back up. If you don't do that, you are going to become an old, bitter, clean, but empty Christian. Subtraction is not addition. Listen to me carefully. I'm closing. Some need to subtract or subtract once again. Listen to me now. Listen to me. Think, think, think. Let God talk to you. Some need to subtract or subtract once again. Some need to start adding or you need to start adding again. You know if God's talking to you. And I hope this made sense to you. Let's pray. Father, 
I, I fear that we have hurt the cause of Christ. Whether we were taught wrong or learned wrong or we just simply forgot, somehow like a badge of true Christianity, we're as sparkly clean and usable, but there's nothing in there to use. I can't say it's dirty or smudged. It's clean. Our kids keep saying, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? For the most part, really nothing. But they're not adding any right. Or they did at one time, and now they've used that portion up and didn't add right again. Dear Lord, I love serving you. And you and I know, and so do many of these people. Like they, I've gone through quite a bit. People have often asked, how does one sustain? I've looked at your life and wondered, how in the world as a human being did you go through all that? The will of God and others. That's how you looked forward. With joy that was set before you. You filled your life up with your Father to give to others. And you successfully did it all. That's how Paul could say, Lord, I fought a good fight. I kept the faith. I die daily. I add the new man every day. He has to be renewed. Dear Lord, I'm so saddened by those they don't really fall into open, immoral sin. They just slowly become a clean, empty, not helping anybody really vessel. How sad. I pray, Lord, that we will learn Subtraction is just that. It's, it's, it's subtraction. But it doesn't mean we've added Christianity to our life. As she plays, we stand in the building. How's your Christianity? How do you feel about helping others now? Does sacrifice just irritate the daylights out of you? Or don't turn this off, Todd. As God gives you more, are you becoming more selfish? God gave you more so you can keep giving away candy. So you can keep giving people drink from your life. God did this not just for you, but through you. It's not just God in me, it's God through me that helps other people. Sacrifice should not be a burden. Helping others should not irritate us. We absorbing hurt so that the younger ones and those that are struggling can finally come closer to God. Is that not what you want to do with this candy? We went down to Honduras. You should have seen Brother and Mrs. Clay. 70 or 80 pounds of things to give away to those in need. They brought a whole suitcase loaded full of stuff. Watch. For others. Boy, that slowed him down the airport. Yeah, but you see, it was okay because it's for others. Boy, they had to get a cart and pile stuff up, and boy, they really were getting hot. But you see, they wanted to be filled up, not just show up clean. They wanted to help somebody else. The joy of our life is Christ and a joy. J O Y. Jesus, others, then you. You get that mixed up, you're going to hate living the Christian life. This is not joyous. It's just clean. Kind of empty though, huh? I don't get anything out of church. Well, I really don't have any friends. How come we have to? That's you. Unnecessary. At one time, you were so full of the Spirit of God and the love of others and absorbing pain and caring about others. <laughs> you really didn't care. That's okay. You'd run back to God. Oh, God, please save my grandma. Help our boy. And you'd be filled up again, and you'd go back at it again. And then one day you said, what am I doing wrong? I'm okay. You can't blame me for anything. I know. How sad. To be that clean. To be that usable. And have nothing to give away. Subtraction, my dear friend. I hope that helped you tonight, and uh, it helped me.
So I'm going to go home, and I've subtracted from my physical self all day, and I'm going to add a bologna sandwich when I get home. Hey, I'm going to do what's been preached. That's all I know. So I hope that helped you tonight. I really do. Some of the simple things that we used to just feast on, we, we overlook anymore. We have so many new Christians and new folks that have joined us. They don't know what you've already heard, and yet you're coming empty, and they're filling it on the same thing that isn't helping you anymore. Now, something's up with that, isn't it? How do you, after 40-some years, continue to have joy, help others, give way? I have the same flesh you have. Got to stay filled up. Filled up. So some of you need to go buy me a bag of candy so I can fill up again, okay? I am glad you're here today. God bless you. Brother Free, good to see you here. Uh, but what? pray tomorrow he finds out the results of this two and a half months of putting up with Stephanie. I mean, the, um, my bad. I, I labeled that wrong. Okay. Uh, the doctor's going to tell him how to take care of that. Um, I'm kidding. Oh. Okay, never mind. Uh, I'm glad you're here. Hey, have a good week. Pray for the Davises also. They're going to be gone for a few days. And uh, yes, ma'am. Yes. Dave Clay has been preparing to help take care of things downstairs, and Brother Pledger has been waiting all week to help with the platform. Actually, found out about an hour ago. So anyway. Uh, I don't need everybody up here, please. He knows who can help and who can't. Don't, please. We're not moving the piano. We don't move the organ. This weighs a ton. I'm not anxious to find out how strong you are. I really don't care how strong you are. He knows to get certain people. We'll move it. They know where to put it, okay? The ladies' meeting's coming up. They're going to redecorate everything. Should be a great time. I hope you'll join in on all that, okay? Hey, I don't do everything just because I like it. Sometimes I do things because others need.